0: Our military organization today bears little relation to that known of any of my predecessors in peacetime, or indeed by the fighting men of World War II or Korea. Until the latest of our world conflicts, the United States had no armaments industry. American makers of plowshares could, with time and as required, make swords as well but we can no longer risk emergency improvisation of national defense. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. Added to this, 3.5 million men and women are directly engaged in the defense establishment. We annually spend on military security alone more than the net income of all United States corporations. Now this conjunction of an immense military establishment and a large arms industry is new in the American experience. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We must not fail to comprehend its grave implications. Our toil,
1: resources, and livelihood are all involved. So is the very structure of our society. In the councils of government, we must guard against the
0: acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must
1: never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. As we peer into society's future, we,
0: you and I, and our government, must avoid the impulse to live only for today, plundering for our own ease and convenience the precious resources of tomorrow. We cannot mourn the material assets of our grandchildren without risking the loss also of their political and spiritual heritage. We want democracy to survive
1: for all generations to come, not to become the insolvent phantom of tomorrow. During the long lane of the history
0: yet to be written, America knows that this world of ours ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate and be instead a proud confederation of mutual trust and respect. Together we must learn how to compose differences, not with
1: arms, but with intellect and decent purpose. May we be ever unswerving in devotion to principle.
0: Confident, but humble with power, diligent in pursuit of the nation's great goals. To all the peoples of the world, I once more give expression to America's prayerful and continuing aspiration. We pray that peoples of all faiths, all races, all nations, may have their great human needs satisfied, that those now denied opportunity shall come to enjoy it to the full. That all who yearn for freedom may experience its spiritual blessings. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity. And that the scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together
1: in a peace guaranteed by the binding force of mutual respect and love.